Welcome to Grand Turbo MoneyCast, where you will hear the answers to many of your investment questions. The material you are about to receive is neither a solicitation nor an offer to buy or sell any securities. Please remember, all investments bear risk. Now, on to our show featuring Gregory Anderson, CEO of Granderson Wealth Management Group in Denver. Hi, here we are with another episode of Grand Turbo MoneyCast. And we have, as always, Gregory Anderson of Granderson Wealth Management Group with us. Good afternoon. And today, Gregory, we're going to talk about Bitcoin, and always an exciting topic. All right. Um, it's been a while since we talked about it. And by the way, for people who are listening, if they're interested, they can go back to our list of uh, podcasts that we always have on the GrandersonWealth.com website. Just look for the, the podcast page. And you can go back and check that other Bitcoin cryptocurrency uh, episode that we had a little more than a year ago. And a lot has happened since then. And today, Gregory, I think we're going to talk about what has happened, why the bottom has fallen out of the market, where is it going, what should people do, and and is crypto still uh, a legitimate investment? I hope we're going to answer all those questions today. So, Gregory, would you mind starting talking about what happened? So in, my understanding is, I think year to date, we're, we're, Bitcoin was down about 64%. There are other types of cryptocurrency. They're all down, correct? Yes, absolutely, Steve. And I just think that this is a great topic because it's in the news all the time. And we're seeing a divergence from what cryptocurrencies were thought to be. And what I mean by that is it was designed to be a little bit different in terms of rates of return. And if we look at what's happened with the equity markets, if we look at what's happened with fixed income or bond market rates of return over the last 12 months, and we've seen a decline in all sectors of the market and cryptocurrencies were not uh, excluded from that. So we were thinking that this is a great way to diversify a portfolio by utilizing an alternative investment, cryptocurrencies, which I still believe that's a great place to get additional diversification in a portfolio. But what we've experienced is this uh, cryptocurrency winter or a crypto uh, winter <laughs> in regards to the rates of return on across the board. So no one in particular token or coin has been excluded, and we're seeing significant decreases over the last year or so. But, but why? Why did the bottom fall out of crypto? And by the way, it, it's, it's, it, the, that sector has gotten hit even harder than some of the hardest stock markets, right? Right. Well, we, we did a podcast and we talked a little bit about the bear market. And during the summer of 2022, we saw equity markets down about 25%. Uh, some, some particular sectors down even more. Uh, technology being hit probably the most severe over the last year. 
And so seeing 60% decrease in rates of returns over the last year with cryptocurrencies, it's significant. We haven't seen anything like it. And I would say that it's really a buy-sell situation where people have actually sold their holdings. And as a result, that's caused the price to go down. And I think just the economics uh, that we've experienced, not only here in the United States, but worldwide, where we're seeing a decline, uh, and that's a result of people selling. Sure. Yeah, definitely. It's so definitely that not- it's really a buy-sell situation. So- Nothing different from if we were talking about technology stocks, where those are really out of favor, and we've seen 40% decline with uh, technology in the technology sector. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but it begs the question, why are people selling crypto so heavily? Um, are, are they uh, have, have they lost faith? I think that people are looking for other ways of shoring up their portfolios. And what I mean by that is getting back to the basics of, well, we're seeing a recovery in the large cap stocks that have led the market. In fact, if you look at the Dow Jones Industrial over the last year to date, uh, it's only down about three to five percent from uh, where it was at the beginning of the year. And I think it's just a flight to quality and more hmm. assured um, investment class, which is um, the equity markets. We're, this, is a, this is a brand new market. Uh, cryptocurrencies are brand new. It's not a proven. It hasn't been proven. It hasn't proven test of time as we've seen with the equity bond market. Even alternative investments that include gold, silver, those types of markets have done, you know, they, they have not done as well as we would think. Because generally speaking, when we see the equity markets de- decline, we'll see the precious metals like gold, silver, platinum, those right. markets. Um, <laughs> right be counteractive right. but yep. that's and not been the case no, this year and, no and we hoped bitcoin exactly or, or, or would fall into that alternative would, yeah, but category it but yes. it didn't it has not and, and I, I think what it is is just the flight to quality and more of a sure type of investment class because as i said cryptocurrencies it's the wild wild west it really is it has not proven to be this long-term um proven market as the other markets have been does it have a future? I think so. <laughs> I still believe that you want to, if, if there is a way to diversify a portfolio, if a person is saying, okay, I'm looking for other ways of diversifying portfolios, we we are a huge proponent of energy, real estate, private equity. I mean, that's the mantra. We do different better. Mm-hmm. And I think the other alternative is uh, uh, cryptocurrencies. And I think the best ones, I think the ones that are proven uh, that have utility like Bitcoin, I think that those are the ones that you want to look at. Some of the other ones that are obscure, you know, there are hundreds of cryptocurrency tokens, and I think you want to stick to to Bitcoin if that's the if that is where you're looking to okay. get diversification <clears throat> in the cryptocurrency market. Bitcoin so, is a great place to be. So NFTs, NFTs, uh, that's. Interesting over the last non fungible tokens, which is similar to cryptocurrency. It is, yeah. You have to have, um, you know, Ethereum to buy uh, an NFT. So, so what's your what's your attitude toward NFTs? Are you drawing the line at NFTs? You, I mean, you you said, well, you need to 
be careful about which cryptocurrency you're investing Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Bitcoin seems to be, I mean, this is a, this can sound like an oxymoron, but a, a, cons, a, a conservative investment in <laughs> cryptocurrency is Bitcoin, right? I would say it, of the, on the spectrum, on the spectrum, you would say that you would have a proven token, which is the coin, which is Bitcoin. And I would say that that would be more on the conservative as opposed to some of the other uh, cryptocurrencies. And the NFTs would also fall into that category as well. So you're holding those at arm's length. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So. So and when we and we talked about that last year in in terms of, you know, where, you know, where the opportunities were. And I think they still remain with Bitcoin. Okay. Um. I like the phrase that you used, flight to quality. And I, I, I think that really sums things up. Correct. Um, shouldn't the crypto advocates have foreseen that flight to quality? Um, and if not, why didn't they? I think that's a, that's a great uh, proposition. I think that's a really, really good proposition. And... I believe that investors, they can discern the quality and they can discern where, you know, what the utility of the coin is. And if there's utility associated with the coin, I believe that that's where investors will go. So they're looking for something that's a little bit more certain opposed to a token that continued can be printed and uh, reprinted and printed again and mined again, whereas there's a finite number of Bitcoin. Okay. Um, So in recent months, it seems to me experts have gotten increasingly skeptical about cryptocurrency, all cryptocurrency. And in fact, I can't remember, I, I wish I could remember who said this, but some expert in U.S. economics described it as pet rocks. I thought that was just really spot on right. for now. And, and now you're talking about util- the utility of mm-hmm. the currency. Right. Can, you, can you explain what you're talking about there? Well, there's, there's a purpose associated with the coin opposed to a hype. So there is a lot of hype with the cryptocurrencies. The, and what I mean by that is, is some of them out there just do not have any kind of utility. Um, there's a proven method with Bitcoin where the miners actually have to solve in order to uh, create the coin. So we talked about this, you know, this mathematical formula that has to be Mm-hmm. solved in order for you to create this cryptocurrency. Well, so <clears throat> the the idea of the blockchain and the transparency, I think that's key. And many of the of the uh, coins and tokens do have that. They're on mm-hmm. a blockchain. So you can see, you know, the ownership. Um, I think the biggest issue right now is just the failure of some of these exchanges that have just created a lot of concern. Mm. And as a result, there's the skepticism. Yeah. And so can we talk about how how big of an impact FTX has had? I think it's, it's on, on what we're talking about. Yeah, here. it's a significant impact. Can you explain what FTX is for the people who well, FTX, been following. Well, FTX is an exchange. Um, it's it. Um, 
you could buy cryptocurrencies, you could buy Bitcoin, you could buy Ethereum, you could buy Litecoin, Cardano, uh, any kind of cryptocurrency. You would um, prove that you, you know, you who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, identity is a real big thing with the exchanges. And after you prove that you say who you are, you're able to purchase a cryptocurrency on that exchange. And so uh, the exchange is very similar to a custodian mm-hmm. uh, that would hold those dollars and also the token. So you would use your USD or United States dollar, and you have the ability to purchase a cryptocurrency token or a coin. And the exchange is the intermediary, and per se. And didn't FTX become pretty much the, the dominant exchange well, one worldwide? Of, one, yes, one of, the, one of the bigger exchanges out there. And uh, people were, you know, they believe, based on the information that was out there, which was coming from the owners, that this was a safe place to place your money to buy the cryptocurrency. And that's because so you of have Tom to have Brady, place. right? That's, that's because of Tom Brady. Yeah. And Larry <laughs> David as well. We're talking about sponsors. Yes. Who appeared in commercials advertising. Mm-hmm. And FTX advertised heavily, including in the Super Bowl. Yes. They spent a lot of money Absolutely. advertising. And it seemed like establishing their, their credibility and their g- genuineness. Genuine, uh, genuineness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, so we, they had the appearance that this was actually true, you know, that this was a real legitimate custodian. People could trust it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. People could definitely, but trust they shouldn't it. have. Uh, we're finding out that we shouldn't have. No, people lost so a lot of money. The, yeah, lost billions of yeah. dollars, and and really hurt the cryptocurrency uh, sector, didn't it? And Absolutely. People so people, to invest. so people are skeptical now. It's like, okay, so pet maybe rocks. they're yeah, pet <laughs> rocks. But I, I think it's more than pet rocks, and it's it's more than pet rocks because. There is utility associated with it. Whereas okay. a rock, we go so, outside, pick up a rock, yeah. and say, "Okay, this is my pet rock." <laughs> yeah. And okay, so but but by utility, you, um, Bitcoin is actually has been kind of embraced in a lot of places as an actual way to exchange. Uh, you can buy things with crypto with cryptocurrency. Um, you can sell things. Uh, accepting cryptocurrency absolutely um yeah you used to be able to buy a tesla i don't know if you still can with cryptocurrency well tesla yeah it was uh, tesla would allow you to actually exchange yeah. bitcoin so so that was there, yeah. you the could utility, buy a house right? you could ha- buy a house yeah, with there's with the utility yeah, yeah right you could buy a house with your bitcoin uh you could write <laughs> that into a contract saying that you're going to exchange and so on the other side they have to be okay. willing to accept bitcoin so, um, if I think if anybody were to go back and listen to our podcast about cryptocurrency from a little bit more than a year ago, they would hear you saying that you think that the five percent uh, allocation of your portfolio would be legitimate. Right, five percent into cryptocurrency and. And I think you were probably thinking Bitcoin. Right. That's exactly. Conservative. Conservative. I'm using air quotes right, here. Right. <laughs> yes. 
I, I think that that still holds true, the 5%. I don't think you want to go any more than 5%. And of course, if the value of that 5% is less, maybe it's 25 or 3%. And we talk about dollar cost averaging in any type of investment and rebalancing the portfolio. So if we're looking at the portfolio and we wanted to rebalance because we have less in cryptocurrencies, I think that that would be valid. Okay. So just to make it clear for our listeners, what we're talking about here is that if we had 5% of our uh, of our portfolio allocated to cryptocurrency and when crypto plummeted, that allocation that percentage allocation also went down in our portfolio and now for us to get back up to five percent we would need to invest in additional cryptocurrency at a lower lower price correct so that's the reason why i say the dollar cost average to bring it back to the five percent so we want to make sure that we're allocating accordingly so we're looking at stocks we're looking at bonds we're looking at real estate in a portfolio cryptocurrencies which would would be part of that and you have to have the understanding and also the wherewithal to say okay well if it does go down again you know where you know would i would i buy more and so that's always what we're doing with rebalancing the portfolio. Sure, that applies to any any investment. any investment. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. <clears throat> okay. Um, so we always want to do our so, homework. We always want to do our homework. Sorry to interrupt, but I think we want to do our homework to make sure that we're comfortable with that allocation. And I said up to five percent. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that changes. You know, after reevaluating, oh, sure. and you have. So right now, if we were saying, okay, well, the equity market is starting to come back and we have more of an allocation toward equities than we do with bonds or with um, cryptocurrencies or real estate, for example, then that's where we would try to rebalance the portfolio. Has your attitude toward Bitcoin changed in the last year? I think it's an opportunity, personally. I think it's an opportunity because we have seen this downturn in the price. And I just look back in five years, you know, in the December of 2017, um, we were actually almost at, um, at, a, at a low uh, for, well, actually, I should say we, we were on an upside and actually January of 2018, which is, you know, just five years ago, mm-hmm. we started to see a dip. And I think that that's where the opportunity is. Okay. So it we were at a, yeah, I mean, so, and, but with the price, 15000 Right now it's 17000 right. for Bitcoin. Yeah. So that's the reason why I think there's some opportunity for the, on the upside. And again, dollar cost averaging, because there's no way that anybody can time the market. I don't care what particular asset class you're buying. You can time the market in the low and also the high. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why getting back to the dollar cost averaging and rebalancing. Yeah. And um, just to give our audience some context here, crypto, I mean, Bitcoin right now, I think is at about $17,000 for one Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And it was uh, about a little more than a year ago. It was at about 60? Yeah, the high was 64. 64, okay. 64,000. And from there, it's gone down. 
Okay. Yeah. We saw a little bit of a we saw a little bit of an increase um, over maybe like three or four weeks ago, up to about eighteen, but it came yeah, back. It came back down. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think this is this is an opportunity because we're long term investors. I mean, if you're trading, I think it's very difficult to time the market. We're mm. we're long term investors, and we're not trying to trade. Um, uh, to you know, pick up you know a few points here, p- few points there. Mm-hmm. I think we want to just dollar cost average and and just hope for the future. We've seen some pretty wild fluctuations in some other types of investments, like like precious metals, right? Yes. Over the years, right? And and you know, just to kind of point to that particular, the precious metals. If you're looking at gold, for example, you're thinking that with the stock market going down, that it should be a great place to be in in precious metals like gold. And unfortunately, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, it has not been a good year for any investment market. Mm -hmm. Um, We can point to energy, which is the Mm -hmm. best performing sector over the last year, which is up about 60%. Yeah, which which you kind of called back in like uh, February, as I recall. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, we have it on. We have it on tape. It's on, right, Stephanie. <laughs> it's Stephanie's our engineer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, um, I know a okay. lot of so, a lot of people get confused when I say Stephanie, but <laughs> Stephanie is here. She keeps us in line. So we, uh, I'm going to take you back to something you said earlier in this episode. Here, uh, you described this as as the wild wild west. It is. So I'm wondering if, if, when we compare the investments in crypto to some other things like precious metals that have also had crazy swings, mm-hmm. at, at least those precious metals had uh, a lot of government scrutiny and regulations and, and barriers and safety nets. And so my question to you, Gregory, is... Does cryptocurrency need more government regulation? Does it need something for somebody to come in with more structure? There definitely needs to be more structure. And as a result of FTX, there's Celsius, there's uh, Three Arrows Capital, Voyager, Digital, over the last year that have failed as far as exchanges. And it really is a bad mark on the industry. And I think it is imperative that there be some form of regulation that makes investors more comfortable. So as an investor, you rely on information that's available, public information. So if the public information is inaccurate, then you lose all trust in that particular industry or that Mm -hmm. particular investment. Because, for example, just very simple, audited statements for a company. That's what we rely on in order to make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. So you have a third party that verifies these are audited Mm -hmm. statements. We, We believe that these numbers are accurate. They've tested the numbers. And then you feel comfortable right. with being able to rely right. on those financial numbers, that financial information, to make an informed decision. Right. But so there's some real shenanigans going on. Correct. Allegedly at FTX. Allegedly. And possibly some other exchanges. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. where the you know, people were he was uh, the CEO of FTX was kind of shuffling some funds around Bankman with some Freed. yes yep yep and um, and now they're in bankruptcy correct and a lot of people are left holding the bag <clears throat> right so, so the regulation some form of regulation is imperative it's 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 needed and in or, in other words you we also talked about well people sell which causes the price to go down once there's more information once there's more comfort level from the investors then well, that's going right. to cause the price to go up okay so that's what I was going to ask you so it sounds to you like it sounds to me like you think that if if we could get some uh, regulation established that it would make the cryptocurrency a little bit more of a I don't want to say valid investment, but at least trustworthy. More yeah. trustworthy. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Okay. Well, thanks. Um, I'm really uh, curious to see how we're going to go with cryptocurrency. And um, uh, it sounds like we shouldn't give up on it necessarily because, as you see, as you said before, utility, you know, I guess people should ask, what's the utility here? Correct. Okay. Yeah, and 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 I, I I agree. I think cryptocurrency does have some utility. I agree. It's not pet rocks. <laughs> it is not pet rocks, right? <laughs> okay, um, uh, we're at the point in the podcast where we're going to ask you if you have an investment tip of the month. I do have an investment tip of the month. That and I'm, I'm going let back us, to let, let I'm going down. back to basics. I'm going back to the basics, which I think is really imperative right now. And just looking at the overall markets after this last year and why it's important to have cash available and just where should you park the cash? And we've talked about this in the in the past, uh, the online banks, uh, currently 3% annualized FDIC insured. And the other area that I still believe is, uh, you know, having cash available for the next investment cycle. And I think we're moving into basically a flat market in the equity markets right now. And if you have cash available, once we start to see this upturn in the equity markets, I think that's going to be a great place to be. So online banks and then also just the... um, the I-bond as a, a great way to um, park money for longer term for cash. And mm-hmm. right now you're looking at a little over 6%, 6, uh, 6.6, I believe, is the interest rate. We were at 9.3. Um, that rate is good through April of 2023. So sometimes the tips are just a reminder just to get back to the mm-hmm. basics. And so <laughs> that's what I have this time. Okay. Okay. So... I'll make sure that I have some cash available. Yes. All right. Um, park it in some I-bonds. Right. I-bonds or um, online bank right now. Mm-hmm. And okay. just because the rates are so great, um, you know, this inflationary uh, situation has caused rates to go up considerably. And also the Fed has raised rates and we might as well take advantage of it. Okay. Great. Well. As always, I enjoyed it, Gregory. Well, thank you again, Steve. I appreciate it. Stephanie, thank you. And uh, we look forward to our next uh, podcast. Thanks, Gregory. Can't wait. You've been listening to Grand Turbo Moneycast 
where we discuss some of the most important investment issues affecting your portfolio. Check back regularly for future editions of Grand Turbo Moneycast. And for more information, go to GrandersonWealth.com. Have a good day and a grand portfolio.